I'm hitting record, so I can start talking shit. The scotch on the rocks, please, any scotch will do, as long as it's not a blend, of course, uh, single malt, Glenlivet, Glenfiddich, perhaps, maybe a blend gown, any blend. Thirsty. I want a beer. What about you? You want a beer? Just a drink. A martini, shaken, not stirred. God damn it! As if, as if someone has forced my hand into this. I can never tell uh, what it's going to be with you because one one t- day I'll text you and be like, "I've been at the computer hacking away at these podcasts for twelve hours. It's glorious." And then I get on another day and it's like, "I fucking hate being here. Let's get this over with. This completely voluntary activity that I'm playing. God damn it!" I don't. Uh... I don't think heroin addicts during the high. What the fuck am I doing? Why do I do this shit like in the middle of the act itself? Uh, that could include watching a selected film, as we will get to here shortly, uh, where I start to question uh, how I spend spend my time. Uh, here's the biggest like. This will not make me look good either. Uh, so I go from whiny bitch to uh, <laughs> egomaniac. Is I honestly think the reason I do this is uh, because I hate all their movie podcasts. And so while I'm at work, I create my own content to listen to that I will enjoy. <laughs> is it the act of creating them that I like? No. Watching the movies? No. Listening to, listening to myself? Yes. Yes. I like that part. I guess there's no more pure uh, reason to do something than to say, fuck it, I hate everybody else. <laughs> As long as you enjoy it. Uh, all right. <clears throat> yeah, I don't know. Have you? I think you've only listened to like two of the like I've, <laughs> hundreds of I episodes. I very famously <laughs> hate the sound of my voice <laughs> and my general cadence. So, I, I I think that's everyone. I know I was uh, appalled when we first started doing this little hobby seven years ago, Jared. <laughs> seven years ago we started this. Um, no more successful than what we were <laughs> when we started. Loved and adored by it. Singular dozen, <laughs> other than apparently myself, where I'm like, man, just can't get enough of me, me and my buddies. <laughs> it's great. It's really, I'm just, you know, I'm witnessing some very strong narcissism. <laughs> if only I was actually doing a paper, it wasn't just spectating for the <laughs> for the jollies of it. I think that's every podcaster, honestly. I like, they just like listen. Listening to themselves well, blather. How many times have you actually ever interacted with somebody and they've suggested a podcast when it wasn't also, hey, I have one too. So. <laughs> <laughs> Mine. Yeah. Uh, I do like to tell people it works. So I did have the experience this week where uh, there are uh, two guys I work with who they're they're real buddy buddy. And uh, they, they're they pretty funny guys. Like, And the two of them bantering does sound like a podcast uh the, the sort of riffs that they do with each other and they've they've always said oh we ought to we ought to just make our own podcast and of course i'm not going to interject and be like hey maybe maybe you got something because uh who am i to say when here i am with my uh friend for decades jared and as soon as i get on the call i'm like well fuck it let's just wrap this up real quick so i don't want to lend them uh lead them down that particular path 
But uh, somehow that someone else made them aware, I guess, when they said, yeah, we're going to start a podcast just with two of us being funny. They're like, well, Mike has a podcast. Maybe I'll talk to him about it. And I've kept this secret, uh, I thought, as well as I could. And so they asked me about it. And one of them did download this very show. Mm. And uh, the only feedback I got was... Um, yeah, I think I found the right podcast. It was you and your your buddy, and he was talking about hiding a sex toy all over his house to surprise himself. I'm like, yeah, that's that's our that's our movie podcast. That's our brand. And here's here's the true test, Jared. I said, do you remember what movie we were talking about? And he said, no. And I'm like, well, we don't either. I couldn't tell you myself. I don't remember which one it was. And that's being completely honest. I couldn't tell you. So that's a nice intro. Mm-hmm. To say, uh, Jared, also, you're listening to Silver Cinema. There's no hiro, mm-hmm. so it's going smoothly now. There's no, <laughs> no interruptions. Uh, no interruptions with... Uh, I've got to take you know, my pills. <laughs> <laughs> whatever was topical on local news in the early 80s or whatever. Uh, no pop culture references to Donald Trump's Perhaps first, second uh, wife. Like I don't know. like to know what's going on in Miami at all times of the day. Any and all <laughs> Miami sports teams that I could give a shit about. <laughs> Uh, I talking him because we know for a fact that he is actually listening. So it's mm-hmm. just a direct challenge, yeah. uh, and he can't talk back. That's the best part <laughs> about it. So uh, I'd run this movie by him for uh, another podcast. We well, I would say we record, but uh, it's on the uh, always constant with me hiatus for six months before you get you know, twenty hours of content mm-hmm. and then retreat. And uh, he approved it. He approved the dates and everything. And so I actually sent him a reminder. Uh, here's the wrong time to send uh, uh, Miami Dolphins fan reminders on NFL draft night. Saying, mm. hey, this uh, Amanda Seyfried movie dropped today. Remember? We're going to do a podcast on it. Remember that? <laughs> and his only response is, does she get naked in it? And I'm like, I don't know. You got to watch it, don't you? <laughs> All the pertinent details. <laughs> hey. Hey. I think I've found the perfect house for us. You thought this through? George really wants this. I owe it to him to at least try. You know, when I saw this place, I knew immediately it was for us. There's definitely updating that needs to be done here. Yeah, certainly could use a paint job. Yeah, but look at these bones. I love it so much. You're an exceptional husband. And you are an exceptional wife. I'm new in town and I would love to learn more about the older homes in the area. I don't know anybody up here. Well, you do now. My wife doesn't know what happened here. I think it would be better if we kept it that way. Everything in the natural world has a counterpart in the spiritual realm. Also inconsequential. I say death is only the beginning. My wife is the true believer of the family. You do not want to get us started on all that stuff. <laughs> he's, a, he's informed, I'll tell you that. <laughs> Can't say that about him that he's not informed. I uh, I read your letterbox review. Oh, yeah. uh, the movie that we're talking about, if you you know, if you give a shit, we're already on to uh mm-hmm. does the lead actress get naked. 
is things heard and seen, which even uh, we're into this conversation for about six minutes now. Uh, I typed in things seen and heard. It's just got one of those titles where if you ask me, I'm going to fuck it up. Um, doesn't really roll off the tongue. Uh, on Letterboxd, I'm like, well, what are my peers, people down in the mucky muck with me think? Uh, and I see a review from you uh, on there that calls this film unforgivable for teasing you with what excessive uh, Amanda Seyfried collarbone action. And uh, the... You know, she gets out of the shower and just walks around her haunted house, but... Well, if you want to hook me it... in the first 15 minutes, <laughs> have Amanda Seyfried come out of the shower. That's a good start movie. You did well there, and then you teased me, and no nudity. Which, I mean, it's not like I haven't seen it before, but, you know, we we are well, creatures you're, of... You're an old old hand at this, huh? <laughs> We're creatures of <laughs> repetition. Being a... Amanda, go way back. I've seen all that she's got. I've watched but... Chloe. I know about all the goods. Okay. Glad you brought that up because I actually, uh, on uh, Marcus Played, which is a show that Hyrule and I used to do, I said, hey, this is a chance for you to do the uh, the Chloe double feature. <clears throat> Get into all of that. He probably watched that ten times and then totally forgot about this movie. <laughs> um, uh, probably but I, uh, I did reach out to him today to include him on this. And uh, he said, how about next week? And uh, I'm, no. no. The train has left the station. I won't remember much about no. this in a few days. I watched this... Um, it speaks this, to it that we've not really gotten into the movie seven minutes in. We're trying, to, in. trying to stall as much as possible. <sighs> yeah. Um, all I knew was that it was a... Uh, I think from the brief synopsis, because I'm just looking for... Uh, what's a new release we can talk about and get in there with the you know all the kids uh, on film Twitter that uh, are, are watching things heard and seen. I'm sure they just can't stop talking about it. Was a married couple move out to the the sticks, which I guess this is the the sticks in uh, Hudson Valley. Mm-hmm. Um, doesn't really seem like their life changes that much. It's a bunch of pompous assholes. It's just a different campus they're going to. As the husband takes a position at this smaller college, and the house appears to be haunted with. <sighs> okay, are you charmed by this at all? Because my wife and I are watching this as you know. I, we're old people. We, we watch this on a Saturday at around noon. <laughs> we finish it, and then we promptly take a nap. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> like and I think you did the same. You said, I'm going to uh, take a nap before recording. So we're, we're doing the full LeBron James. Mm-hmm. Make sure you get the 12 hours of sleep, game day rest. Yeah, I'm well rested. But there is an element of, like, I guess for our time period, maybe, like, early 90s, maybe late 80s, like, TV movie cheesiness mm-hmm. to this. Like, the... Uh, the ghostly apparitions in this house sometimes are just like like pretty fairy light sources that just kind of float around the room. It struck me sometimes, as hereditary esque, trying to hereditary, but uh, <laughs> not nearly mm, as scary, <laughs> not nearly as ominous. Like, nicer, were they like <laughs> a repeatedly ghost? <laughs> yes, they repeatedly t- tell you, and they have characters come in uh, that say, uh, "Oh, death's not bad." Death's fucking great. Mm-hmm. And uh, any ghosts that are around, they're there is like uh, like Obi-Wan or Yoda, like Blue Jedi Spirits. <laughs> they're there to help you, which that's a that's a trope in a lot of ghost stories where it's the unfinished business thing, yeah. which there's a little bit of that, but it's also got this uh, sort of Amityville horror history repeating itself thing mm-hmm. where uh, I, I guess if you're a dude, uh, you're just going to turn up your, uh, your asshole rage to... 11 here not nearly as fun <coughs> excuse me 
Not nearly as fun as, uh, say, old Jack Nicholson doing it in The Shining, though. It's Mm-mm. more, I guess, grounded, real-life, douchey evil that we see here for most of the runtime where the husband is continuously, I guess, gaslighting his wife mm-hmm. or just... You know, you're not alone on Letterboxd. Every other review I clicked on uh, says, uh, why is Amanda Seyfried in this and why is she being treated this way? I don't know if they mean in real life, like by the filmmakers or by the husband <laughs> character, but it seems like everyone was very defensive about Amanda Seyfried, whereas you were uh, agitated that uh, <laughs> you get to hop in the sack with her again, as you're known for. Well, you know, you, you get from the general tone of this movie that there's going to be no nudity. <laughs> there's going to end up being some no, sex, maybe. But, yeah, this isn't that type of horror movie, which I'm fine with, you know. It, it's just, it's all over the place, man. Like, it doesn't pick what it wants to do at any point of the movie. Like, like you said, you've got the Amityville thing, and then you've kind of got, like, I wrote, like, in my notes, like, Dollar Store Shining. Like, he is just a jerk the from the get Yeah, just from the start. He's a, he's a jackass, and he's written so dumbly. Like, I, I think they should have leaned into that more, that he's a, you know, he's a... I guess good-looking guy with, um, I guess he's supposed to have the gift of gab. Although I think for like our neck of the woods, Jared, you just instantly dislike this person. I don't, I don't know if he's ever meant to come across as likable, but it seems like people are charmed by him, or that he gets people to like go along with his bullshit. But then almost immediately, people detest him. <laughs> <laughs> he has this. I started to mention Gone Girl because he's a college professor and as soon as they introduce one of his students that has like a 10 second conversation with him you're like oh they're gonna they're gonna do it they're gonna bang Mm -hmm. and there's a lot of that in this movie where the imdb has it as drama horror mystery thriller and no matter which genre it's in (laughs) you're waiting for like oh so it's gonna do this like in another movie and it's gonna Mm -hmm. do hit that beat the same way i don't know if there's a a genuine surprise here uh, apparently, other than people just saying, "Why is Amanda Seyfried in this?" Um, <laughs> but if she that's wasn't the in real it, mystery, <laughs> none of us would be watching it. I assure no. you, that was the only thing. And uh, Netflix, uh, which this is, I guess, a Netflix original, or at least they purchased it from a, another distributor. Uh, they're really—they're uh, also leaning into her face. It is just mm-hmm. as mu- as much as they can put her uh, giant eyes on the square <laughs> tile. They're going to uh, put this in here, but for. Uh, I guess like a nice, scary movie, it's uh, it's really drab. Mm-hmm. It's just like this slow death march of bad things that are going to happen, but they're not uh, incredibly tense or terrifying. You're just, <laughs> you just kind of feel bad for all parties involved. Like, I don't want her to be in this marriage. Mm-hmm. I don't want her to live in that house. Uh, and I don't want to see this dude succeed. Mm-hmm. Any more than he already has, and I, I. This is a mild spoiler, but you know, eventually the house of cards starts to fall down, and he gets more desperate and frantic. I, I would have loved for him to turn into like a Coen Brothers character, like George Clooney, like frantic and manic, trying to keep his lies together. I would like to have seen him, <laughs> like, uh, full on. You know where this is going. Full on, Patrick Wilson, sweating and looking freaked out. Like how great, how great. Would, the movie then becomes this like kind of dark comedy. Mm-hmm. It was just him trying to plug the holes in the dam and it's like you know Amanda Seyfried thinks he's cheating on her he just like immediately like rips his shirt off and is like you want to go let's go I'm ready I love you baby I, I love that it's horror thriller, thriller mystery 
and it doesn't do any of those well. And then you try to throw on, hey, let's throw some dark comedy in there too at the no end. Comedy. <laughs> it's not working. <laughs> like he's got some montage of killing people and burning papers. <laughs> oh God, this lie is getting out of control. I mean, it doesn't take much for me when I'm watching a movie, <clears throat> like at the uh, like a manager for a baseball team coming out. Giving the sign to the bullpen, and everybody knows oh, that Mike's calling him Patrick Wilson. Like when he's had enough of a movie, it's time to punch it up, and uh, let's make it absurdist. There, I mean, there's there's goofy like spirit talk, like guiding this woman on you know things she should do. But the problem I have with that, and I'll just warn you if you have any interest in this, uh, because this is how we do new reviews. We spend the first six minutes on us, uh, then we'll do maybe eight on the movie. Uh, I think that it's a little bit difficult for me to get into full complaints without just going right to how how things wrap up. No, because uh, I, I I'll correct myself. I said there wasn't much in the way of surprises except for maybe the last five minutes where the movie goes completely off the rails, and I'm like, all right, yeah, I'm go for it. I say, why, go why did you wait to the last five minutes to start hitting me with <laughs> with these things that I have to look up to like <laughs> fully understand? Like, Just do the whole movie like that. Look, okay. This, there's one, I guess the mentor, the guy that, that brings, the, I don't know if it's the head of the department or oh, yeah, who he is in this college yeah. that brings uh, not Patrick Wilson uh, to this university and then Finds out that he's, you know, he's done more than I guess lie on his application. He's uh, written his own letter of recommendation, um, which man, who is this old? Uh, I guess this college professor, who who whomever, that sees him in a fucking museum, sees him minding his own business. He seems happy, and he's like, "Hey, why'd that kid call you professor? How the fuck did you get a job without my recommendation?" <laughs> and I'm thinking, e easy, man. Like, can you do? Do you have to insert yourself in this guy's life? I, I'm not trying to sympathize with a liar and what will, spoiler alert, what will be a murderer as the movie goes batshit insane. But I also thought, is this your place? Like, <laughs> who gives a fuck? Like, you don't know that he's involved your name in anything yet. And it's like, this guy just doesn't want to see this man pleased with himself at all. And I felt like... <laughs> Going back to Patrick Wilson, maybe a brief flashback of him, like, I don't know, pissing in this dude's gas tank or something, <laughs> or fucking his wife. I, like, why is this guy, like, I am going to find out where you work, and I'm going to fuck it up. I'm going to make sure you're fired. I I don't get that. I, I, I'm going to bring some Always Sunny, as I do all every week. <laughs> There's a part where Dennis says... He gets shushed at a bar, and it's like the whole 30 minutes is like they obsess over getting shushed because, <laughs> you know, they're yelling and going on about calling D a bitch and this, that, and the other. And his thing is like, you don't know what I'm capable of. You don't know what I have in my trunk. You, you shushed me, <laughs> a random person. You don't know if I've got a chainsaw in my house. <laughs> So uh, you apply that same concept to somebody getting slick with you in the middle of a museum. Like, dude, I can just slap you in the face right now. Like, uh, <laughs> watch your tone. There are movies. Uh, we did one on this podcast a long time ago, a much different movie called uh, James White, which is about a, a guy very different whose mom is dying of cancer. So he's going oh, through yeah, some yeah. shit. And remember, he's, he's at this party in this younger kid like in a, in a way i don't remember if the, even the young kid shit talks him or if he just stands there too long jabbering but this guy just slaps him in the face <laughs> it's just like he just 
immediately escalates it to a point. And that's uh, that's getting back to what you're saying, which I guess the movie hasn't totally revealed their cards with this guy yet. Like, there's a little bit where people are under, underestimating him, except for the... I was about to say, except for maybe Amanda Seyfried, but she falls in that trap too. She says something in the movie like, oh, he always gets his way, mm. which lends me to think, okay, there's been a, she knows a little bit more as far as this guy will push to make things happen. Even things he doesn't deserve. He will, he will cut somebody's throat. Uh, he'll lie, cheat, steal, what have you. I'll give the movie. But. A... Sorry, go ahead. Those fucking ghosts <laughs> that everybody's talking about being there to help her. As I, I will warn you, last time, ultimate spoiler warning, all that they end up leading her towards is getting a fucking axe mm. to the chest, to the face, and her getting drugged by this guy, which <clears throat> I felt that's when I got more interested in the movie, because I felt we've left reality behind. This guy... What's your end game movie? <laughs> where, where is this going to end at? His job is threatened um, when he's found out to be a, a cheat, so he, he <clears throat> presumably... Kills the, his boss, who's like, hey, look, man, sorry to do this to you, but, you know, I got to do my job, and I got to report this, and, you know, they're going to let you go. Like, you know, you, you'll let, end up on your feet. It'll be fine, but uh, I can't really uh, involve myself in your bullshit. Uh, now, he stupidly takes him out to have this discussion, which is, hey, your, your career is over on a fucking boat, mm -hmm. so this guy... Tosses him over. I don't. I don't know what he does, but they. You know what? Uh, whenever I have incriminating things on you, I'm not going to take you to the gun range. <laughs> Oops, Chris Kyle. So, so in full on, uh, I should probably should say the actor's name. So let me uh, touch ID my iPad here to IMDb, and uh, not Patrick Wilson, James um, Norton. I'm, James Norton, not familiar with. Um, he was in Little Women, which I saw. So I don't know. Just. Uh, Tall, handsome Englishman. That's what I've he, got from He his fits file. that waspy image of uh, yeah. somebody in the Northeast. I don't, I don't think Patrick Wilson does. I think everyone... It, maybe it's me just shining him up a little bit. But I feel like Patrick Wilson... <laughs> they know that he's a rare diamond. There's no... he's. Everybody knows he, that. He can act squirrely like no other. Can't, can't, can't corner him. <laughs> <laughs> that changes the movie in that Amanda Seyfried's like, this guy, I swear, he's just a con man. And if it's Patrick Wilson... <laughs> yeah, we know. I mean, just <laughs> let him have this. Like we just we just act like we believe his bullshit. But <laughs> he's sweating and <laughs> his little beady eyes are darting left and right. <laughs> we know, honey. <laughs> that would be more plausible than what we get, which is a criminal mastermind that somehow falls ass backwards into a fantastic life. So he throws that guy overboard. Somehow he, according to like news reports, you know, the uh, exposition scenes, uh, it appears to be a heart attack that he had on the lake or whatever. <laughs> but he's walking out drenched like he swam to shore. Uh-huh. Immediately and, uh, cut to him sloshing through the parking lot. <laughs> walking back to campus. And uh, his uh, nemesis, this uh, woman that I guess... I would say catches on to his bullshit, but mainly it's just because he either <clears throat> comes on to her or does this weird thing of like, let me, let me show you a trust exercise. Give me your hands. And then he won't release her. And I'm like that, there's no punchline to this joke. And he's smirking his ass off. So she, um, was in this, this museum encounter where she overhears that he's uh, a liar and a cheat. 
is waiting in the parking lot for him to just poke the bear. She's got a lot of free private detective time because she is constantly around. I actually like this scene because he, the veil comes off where he's like, are you just, are you spending every fucking man of the day just thinking about me? Like tracking me down in the small, like, what are you doing? Like it's, it's the man not only protecting himself, but speaking for the audience in the film of like, Jesus Christ. Like, can you get a hop? You were married and you, you know, apparently your husband has really great weed. Can you just chill out? What are you doing on, on my fucking nuts all the time? <laughs> say what you got to say or fuck off, which is essentially what he says. So, so he, uh, you know, she, she then, as she drives off, uh, repeats, like, I know things about you and I'm about to tell so he, I guess, uh, all swamp asses, like, runs to his car, <laughs> fucking <laughs> soaks it up, stinking up his vehicle. These people runs her- tempt this guy. <laughs> <laughs> Something crazy, again, you should not know what he's capable of. Not to compare it too much to The Shining, but, you know, I don't, I don't feel like, even though um, in that film the wife has a, a, an annoying voice, which, I mean, I, I think that goes into the casting process. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not the character's fault. Like, I think she's asking fairly reasonable questions in The Shining. Like, um, hey, who are you, who are you talking to? What are you, <laughs> how are you spending your days in here? And uh, why are you flicking your tongue at me? And like, why are you uh, chopping down that door with an axe? Like, very reasonable questions. Yeah, those husband. are reasonable questions in the moment. <laughs> Where'd you get an axe? <laughs> <laughs> but, but here, while, yeah, we may not like the dude. Uh, until he <laughs> throws an old man overboard, <laughs> until he runs this woman off the road, uh, he's not revealed himself to be like a murderer. Uh, maybe he just, he just is desperate for a job and he yeah. seems happy doing this job. Um, so I, I do like a total 180 by the end of this movie where I'm like, why are these ghosts fucking with him? <laughs> what, what the fuck? Like until he actually is pushed to kill people, which... A lot of this is a contribution from the ghosts, uh, you know, getting right in between their terrible mm-hmm. marriage and uh, making Amanda Seyfried. Uh, I think they even say at some point, like, you know, only like evil will come out in this house if it's already there. Uh, I'm thinking, well, unless there's a prequel to this where he's taking an axe to people's faces and she just <laughs> didn't know about it. I kind of think that you're a uh, you're a little bit to blame here, uh, Jedi Masters. <laughs> like, <laughs> but. Axing Amanda Seyfried is the one thing where I'm wondering what uh, what was the plan. And I will say that uh, most of all the good things in the movie comes in the very end. The cops immediately are like, um, yeah, he's probably full of shit. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, you think they're gonna, he's going to try to frame these like hired hands, the landscaping crew, uh, not from Bottle Rocket. I would have loved if it was like, like <laughs> they the lawn wranglers <laughs> coming in, <clears throat> the yellow jumpsuits and... Amanda Seyfried just can't wait to rip those off and just bone them, like, right there. Is it 112? <laughs> well, <laughs> well, one I think of them, he is, anyway. They, what, they have one scene where he's just gazing at her breasts, mm-hmm. and it's a it's a red herring to, to think, like, oh, these are these dangerous perverts, these, like, mm-hmm. country folk in, like, upstate New York. 
I also think it was just a zapper to the the males, or I guess the women that find her attractive in the audience. Like, hey, wake up! Where you know, there's <laughs> there's some nipple action from Amanda Seyfried. You see that? Like, hey, yes. Hey, I'm with you, movie. Like, oh, we're gonna go back to the professor and his fucking art history classes. Uh, I don't know. I I apparently this the axe thing was based on a real crime. Like that's the only element they took for the uh, the novel. This is based on. They said it was like it would be a beast of an adaptation. It was. It was. I. I don't know nothing. I know nothing about the the novel, but they say like the, a lot of the reviews that I read is like no wonder this didn't do well. You've taken on a four hundred page book of of you know a lot more abstract uh, uh, ideas or whatever. And I'm sure they probably time hop a little bit more to the previous uh, I guess tenants of the house mm. and. Uh, get into all that but it's 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 mainly uh hey here's a movie uh where you don't like the guy before he's a, a crazed murderer then he turns into one and you're like hey this is this ain't bad i'm kind of tired of uh, hearing this bullshit myself i'm gonna run you off the road that's that is not <laughs> you've not done your job if i'm suddenly like this guy you know what maybe i had him wrong i do kind of want to hang out with him as he's fucking mowing down people his back I'm glad I'm not the only one because I came into this afraid to actually say what I was about to say, but like, I'm not sympathizing with the murderer, murderer obviously, but at the same time, I was like, fuck sakes, we all just shut the fuck up. Whew, like, just stay in your lane a little bit. Just actually, you know, the, the guy that has to fire him, I guess is the kindest, but, um, yeah, not incredibly aware of, as you said, delivering bad bad news in total isolation in the middle of the week with no one around. So fuck him too. Uh, I, I th- let's see the Rotten Tomato score, and this just came out a couple of days ago, but I think it was in the thirties. Thirty six, I think. All right. Um, a lot of uh, let's see, uh, let's see. I'm trying to find a uh, clever one, and uh, yeah, most of them are not. That's why this no. podcast exists. We get some. It's all. I don't see one that says references. It's always sunny. Patrick Wilson. <laughs> none of it. Well, there's tons of hacky jokes. The concept of, like, sometimes I'll think of like what the joke. You know, the first joke that comes to me about a, a mm-hmm. particular movie and is like throw that away because that, there's going to be 15 of those on fucking Letterboxd and Twitter. There's nothing to be seen or heard in this movie. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all in all. I would boring. say that this it makes for a better podcast conversation than mm-hmm. it does uh, watching watching it. But um, I did get a nice nap afterwards. <laughs> I was in prime nap mood right afterwards. <laughs> oh, I'm exhausted. <laughs> I think watching this on like a weekend, like early afternoons, perfectly fine. Mm-hmm. It's just whatever. Uh, you know, don't make this a uh, a special night of this. It oh, is a Lord, true no. Netflix original, and that it's. Um, completely disposable. It's just Man. one more square on their service. You'll never watch it again. I, I mean, uh, there, no. all this nonsense of reading like oh, I can't wait. You know, there's. I think, of course, the director is going to advertise it like mm, watching it for the second time and seeing all the the clues and this and that and the other. Like none of it leads to anything that's worth a goddamn. Like you have to. <laughs> I'll follow the breadcrumb trail, but it has to be breadcrumbs. It can't be fucking dingleberries. It can't be. <laughs> can't dingleberries. Be a, <laughs> it can't be a lot things, of <laughs> things heard and seen. Dingleberries. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean, though. Like I'm, I do. I've seen the film. It's, <laughs> it's an apt description. 
I'm willing to invest. I've got the time, you know, and, and the mental capacity to get into something if it, you know, entertains me. But you can you can be as mysterious and, and try to say whatever you want to meta about society. But if it's shit to watch, like I'm not, I don't care. Yeah, if the uh, the messaging here is uh, like a lot of these kind of supernatural films that. Uh, our female lead is being gaslit by those around her. I mean, it's going back all the way to uh, Hitchcock's Rebecca from like what 1940. Um, I mean, the actual term comes from a film called Gaslight uh, from around that period. So uh, we've seen that before. But I just, if I am looking into that messaging, I go back to uh, the people that were on to Amanda Seyfried's side, got her fucking killed, and now she's in. <laughs> Ghostland, uh, telling another woman like, "Hey, I didn't make it, but maybe you will. Come out of that coma." Uh, and they actually cut to like her and another woman, mm-hmm. like in white, like you know, angel outfits, sing songy. Like it, it's like the uh, join I, us I in death. It's glorious. <laughs> I mean, um, I, I suppose I'll take it just because it's Cyphered. Uh, but man, it ain't that far off from those fucking twins in The Shining. Like, come join <laughs> us, come play with us. I'm like, look where it got her. Like, you're you're in a coma, and uh, don't be writing this guy notes saying, "I know what you did last summer." Like, get the police immediately. Um, yeah, it's, I. Uh, it's debatable as to whether they were actually benevolent or not. Yeah, they got rid of the big bad. I think they're I just suppose, bored but... and lonely. I think they're just like, we need another woman to die. We need someone else to uh, play cards with us or whatever. And it occurred to me as I was watching the movie, is like, I get the 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 female empowerment theme here. Like, it's very obvious. But sure, the, you do, as you start this conversation saying, where's the nudity? Free Where the, are the tits? Free the nip, baby. I'm all on board. <laughs> <laughs> but what better way to empower your female lead than to kill her? Brutally. <laughs> <laughs> oh, bravo, movie. <laughs> I think we nailed it. I think we outwoked <laughs> the wokesters here. Oh, me too. <laughs> I'm dying. <laughs> yeah, we're at the thirty-minute mark. Yeah, good enough. That's yeah. it. Killed me there at the end. That fucking me too. Jesus. Because in my head, I'm like, yeah, the music's playing right now. <laughs> Our jaunty little theme. <laughs> Oh, they'll love it. <laughs> no women listen to this shit. No way. <laughs> there's no way. No way in hell. <laughs> there's no woman just going to peruse. Oh, two jackasses talking about <laughs> cocks and tits. <laughs> Too much collarbone. First 10 minutes. Anyway, the name of this movie is. Oh, yeah. We should probably talk about that. We do an episode of Mortal Kombat and we're like, let's get into a scene by scene breakdown. It's horrible how they treat women in Mortal Kombat. It's horrible! What about you? Just a drink. Fuck it. Shake it, I mean, here's the problem with, like, Facebook and Twitter. You know, everyone says, oh, it's changing the world, but not in a good way, you know? We're not connected with each other anymore. You know, tweeting? That's not having a conversation. What is that, No, you know? no. And then these people who do that shit, they hear you having a real conversation with your real buddies, your real pals, and they get all jealous and pissed off, and they want to shush you. Yeah, right. And you know what else is bugging me about this guy? Huh. I cannot get past the fact that we're perfect strangers. He doesn't know me. <laughs> 
chainsaws, right? He shushes me because he doesn't like the volume of my conversation. Huh? Next thing he knows, he's chopped the bits in the basement somewhere, you know? Was that worth it? No. I mean, I could be a man with a fistful of hammers right. and a trunk full of duct tape and zip ties. You know, this guy doesn't know me. Is he crazy? Right. It's very upsetting to me that he didn't consider any of that. Yeah, well, this is not a considerate man, Charlie. This is a rude man, and they are very seldom the same people. Yeah. I, uh, sir? Oh, yeah. Can we get you for a second? We gotta... What can I get for you guys? Well, yeah. we're, we're looking for a man. Um, yeah, this guy was a real douchebag. He was in here the other night. Yeah, um, yeah, douchey-looking. Douchey yeah, I wish I had a picture of the guy, but we don't. Um... Oh, he's a shusher. Yeah, oh, yes. Right. This is a douchebag who goes around shushing people that he doesn't even know. Yeah, people who could have chainsaws. Or hammers. I mean, is, is any of this ringing a bell to you? No, sorry, but I don't really see what the big deal is. Mm, the big you don't deal. even see what the big deal is? <laughs> big deal, sir, is that a grown man shushed me and my friend here. We demand satisfaction from this person, okay? We've got, we got to find this guy because we have important shit that we're trying to do on the internet we or whatever. much bigger things going on. The sign is down, okay? The sign is down. Sign down. It's never been down. Do you see what I'm saying? No. I'm getting frustrated. I'm also very frustrated. Look, how would you like to be shushed? Yeah. I don't think I'd care. How'd that feel? I mean, I was finished speaking. Well, shh to you! Again, I was done, so... You're speaking too fast. Stop speaking in such short sentences. Then we can shush you in the middle and you'll know how it feels. Okay, do you guys want a drink or what? Yeah, yeah, we want drinks. Absolutely. Okay, so two, uh, how specials? Shh. Specials, yeah. yeah two house specials. Yeah. Got oh. interrupted. How'd that feel? On your way. I think you got him with that one, though. Yeah, well, I mean, I don't exactly feel good about it. No. But he had to know how it feels. Yeah, but you nailed him.